0: Welcome to the TransUnion podcast. This episode is coming to you from our TransUnion Future Summit in 2023. My name is Harriet Sloan and I head up the Fraud and ID Consultancy and Analytics team here at TransUnion UK. The title of the panel was a masterclass in leveraging credit education to strengthen consumer loyalty, trust and engagement. It was hosted by our Managing Director of Consumer Interactive, James Robinson. James was joined by Alex Cook from New Day. In this episode, you'll learn how the UK's most consumer-centric banks are creating a next-generation lending experience by embedding credit monitoring tools and features into their customer offerings. This episode will give you a better understanding of how these tools can engage and educate customers to make better credit decisions, especially during this period of economic uncertainty. You'll also learn how this stickiness can help build loyalty and improve conversion rates.
1: Welcome to this session. Um, My name is James Robinson. I'm the Managing Director of the Consumer Interactive Division here at TransUnion. I've been at TransUnion for 16 years. I know I don't look that old. Hold your applause there. Um, But I've done a multitude of different roles at TransUnion. Um, For the last four years or so, I've been in a Product Director role. I was uh, made the MD of the Consumer Division in April. So it's great to to meet some of you um, also in the break session as well. Um, So the topic of today is all about credit education loyalty and engagement. I'm joined today by Alex Cook from New Day, who is the head of product. And um, we're gonna be hearing from Alex about why credit education is important, what their stories are from their brands and, and what the market needs and kind of where they're going for the future as well. Um, so first of all, I'm gonna hand over to Alex to talk us through
2: um, from New Day perspective. Good afternoon, everybody. So yeah, as James says, I'm Alex. I head of the product function uh, for New Day's direct to consumer products. And I'm gonna talk through a product called Aqua Coach something we've had in market for about three years. Um, but uh, before I dive straight into that, um, a quick introduction to New Day. Um, so for those who don't know New Day too well, um, it's been in the market in the UK for about 20 years. We lend through two main business lines. We have a direct-to-consumer business, uh, which is credit cards and loans to, through brands you might recognise, such as Aqua, Marbles or Bip. We also have a retail partnerships business, which is point of sale finance for a range of financial products through small to large retailers such as John Lewis. And the, uh, I guess the, the mission or the purpose of New Day uh, is to help people move forward with credit. And that kind of brings together all the arms of New Day. But I suppose the brand that's been with us the longest and the one that best encapsulates that is Aqua. Um, so uh, a little bit about Aqua then. Um, so Aqua is the smart way to build better credit. Uh, For those who aren't too familiar with Acqua itself, it serves the UK's 14 million, we reckon, near-prime consumers. Now, when when we ask uh, the the UK consumer, we we hear that about one in three have had some difficulty accessing a mainstream financial product at some point, so a a mortgage or a loan um, or car finance. Um, So really, Acqua is there to serve two concurrent needs. Uh, Obviously, the access to credit provides the utility that having a credit card offers. But I think uh, as we're reporting those records to the Bureau, of course, that is building the credit file and and the long-term goal of accessing those financial products. So us, as with many others in the near-prime market, are looking to try and work on both of those goals simultaneously with the customer, with the second goal taking obviously months and years to achieve. Um, And we do that second goal through AquaCoach. Aqua has about 1 million customers, and about half of them are actively using AquaCoach at the moment. Um, so before I dive into more about AquaCoach, I just thought it'd be good to hear directly from some I also of our customers.
0: How a credit card can both like positively and negatively impact your credit score. And I think it gives you like handy tips on how to use it to improve your credit scores more than maybe if you didn't know about that. I think it's been quite satisfying. I think I set out to build my credit score and I think seeing it slowly over time change as I had my card and used it in the right way, I think has been really satisfying
2: point is having the credit scoring that came with the card back then, I think is the most important thing. Aqua literally took my hand and, uh, you know, took me on that journey to actually make it a bit easier. We have a lot of explanation, a lot of support. And for me, the support is not all the literature that came with it is literally uh, looking at your credit score.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a bit, it's a kind of a surreal experience. And to know the truth, we sold everything. So our homes, our cars, everything uh, that before we moved to the country. So basically starting from scratch after we've been married for X number of years and in our 40s and all of those types of things, uh, it's a bit unsettling. <laughs> and when you see your credit score moving to a new place that you don't have one or <laughs> it's minimal. So it's kind of, it's a jarring experience, I guess, to completely start over in your 40s and after you've established a life in one country to completely do so, you know, in a new way here. But yeah, I mean, we're up to the challenge, so we're excited to be here. I really like the app, so I use the app quite often. I check in on, you know, where I'm at with, Balance-wise, whenever I've made a payment, I confirm that it's gone through. I do use the Aqua Coach in terms of looking at my credit score, but on a monthly basis, I like that it's easy to kind of track what your monthly payment's going to be and the suggestion of having a boosted payment as well.
2: Enjoy listening to the customer, so getting those diverse stories that sit behind the numbers that we see. Um, but but what's the journey that we've been on inside New Day? So you know, as a credit building product, we've actually had some kind of free credit report option for around about 10 years with the, with Aqua. Um, but I think the turning point really came in about 2019. <laughs> we decided to um, to, re, to repartner with CreditView with TransUnion. And we did that really for a couple of big reasons. I think firstly, we had gone back out to our customers and, and asked, what, what is it that you're missing at the moment in your in your credit report? What aren't you getting? Um, and I think the, the message that we were getting back in from, from customers in 2019 was. I, I understand directionally what it takes to improve my score, but I have very little idea of how, how long I need to do these behaviours for, how much I need to do them. Uh, and so the quantifying of, of that benefit was really missing for customers. What we saw in the Credit View roadmap was, was a lot more specificity and quantifying of that journey, and that was something that really attracted us to, to the Credit View product. I think the second one was um, that the score that, cons- that customers would be seeing was the same as the score that we would be using for decision-making internally. And I think we felt that it was really important if we're gonna build that trust with the consumer in the long run, that that there was no disconnect between what we were doing and the information we were getting and what they were seeing on their score. I think the the third reason, and this is what I wanted to talk mostly about here, was the potential for digital integration throughout. Um, I think really a, a key turning point in the performance of the product was in 2020. So we, this is the point where AquaCoach as a concept was launched to customers. We, we brought a whole bunch of disparate content under one roof. We called it AquaCoach and we presented the score, um, just the score at this point. But the effect of putting it into the app was to hugely propel our performance. So prior to that point, we were probably only seeing uh, low single digit customers uh, come and access their credit score um, having, having taken out the product within a couple of months. Um, that, that rocketed up to 40%. So we see today 40% of new customers within three months have actually come in to check out that score. And then for existing customers, previously we would perhaps see uh, customers log in, get the score, and then sort of not, not come back to it. There was quite a lot of effort involved in finding new credentials and finding the emails and getting back into the product. But once we put it into the product, we saw half of customers then come back every month to recheck the score. And of course, if we're trying to build, you know, constantly chip away at, at a credit scoring idea, it's really important that that engagement is happening month in, month out. Then, in two thousand and twenty-one, we. We invested quite a lot in the backend into a single click experience. Now, as far as the customer is aware, this isn't this is a major change and that the service was already there, they already had access to the full credit port behind the scene. But by making it a single click, we went from having perhaps you know customers on average checking out their, their full report only once or twice a year, that actually what we ended up with was 12% of all, all our customers, which was one in four of everybody logging in every month, was then <clears throat> clicking straight through into the service. So you know, the amount of credit information and education that was being consumed and digested we just went through the roof as we in, invested in those, those digital integrations. Uh, and then just to wrap up, so today we're at about half a million customers. It actually might be more like 600,000 now, I think, with, with Aqua. But we've also rolled the product out to our other near brands as well. So I think we're at about 700,000 customers. Okay, so um, obviously, you know, we, the way we think about accredited education is much like uh, any educator would think about, about learning a new skill or a new habit, which is that you know, 10% of, of learning something new is about you know, what we call classroom activities. 20% comes from what you might see other people doing, and 70% perhaps comes from actually putting it into practice. Um, so this is really where you know, strands two and three come into play. So this is sort of our evergreen content with AquaCoach, which we, you know, we had in place now. But really, to make it land and to make it stick, we felt we needed to start to inject it into the actual everyday experience of the product. So um, we, we sort of employ nudge tactics or behavioral science tactics. At every point of which a little decision is being made, um, we will try to present the right amount of information to help nudge towards a better decision. When ultimately, building credit is about a whole series of little good decisions that are being made all the time. So it was really important that we did this. So decisions such as how much to repay that month or what level should I set my direct debit to. You know, these, these, are, these are actually very important decisions in the long run to that, to that long-term goal. And then finally, uh, what we call rearview mirror things is um, we employ tactics such as alerts or health checks to tell customers about things they've been doing maybe over the last few months that maybe you know could be better or could be improved. So, for example, um, if customers using a lot of cash, withdrawing a lot of cash from an ATM, we might send them a health check to say, actually, um, you know, this, that's perfectly valid way of using the product. But the, the consequence of doing that over and over again might be people perceive you to be higher risk, and that might be reflected in your interest rates or your credit limits. So, you know, the combination of all these three things was really uh, how we started to build build credit education into the product. So so how's it gone? Um, So firstly, we've surveyed customers and and 64% told us that they felt that since we'd launched AquaCoach, their understanding of how to improve their credit score had improved. But we also saw it in the numbers. So we saw 62% of customers uh, actually improve their score within the first 12 months. But within that, 16% actually attained a good or excellent score. So we were seeing the improvements right the way through the spectrum. And then for New Day itself, as well as the half a million, um, we saw great improvements in our NPS score. They brought that up to a, a score of 43. Um, and the other interesting sort of side effect was the engagement with the app actually propelled other commercial programs and, and other activities that we were running. So just by having more, more access and more things within the app, we could drive customers into that and, and, and activate other campaigns. So. Um, I'm going to leave it there, um, but I guess the last thing I wanted to leave everyone with is what, what are we thinking about next for the product? And I think, although we've made great strides, I think the, the, the key connection that we probably need to, need to make or improve on is uh, how the actions that the customer are taking are affecting the terms of credit that we offer on our products. So, you know, that, that is a relationship that exists in, in, in behind the scenes. We need to bring that to the surface and show that to customers, we think, and that will really continue that journey of building trust. Okay, so um, I'll leave it there. I am around after the session, if anyone wants to pick up any of these points. But for now, I'm gonna hand it back to James. Thank, Thank
1: you. Thank you very much, Alex. Well, <laughs> one of the things that um, stood out to me from Alex's presentation there was around time. So the way that I look at kind of financial education, um, it's around, it's similar to physical education. So if you want to lose weight or if you want to get strength or you want to get fitter, you can't just kind of go to the gym today and expect that the, the, tomorrow that you're Superman or Iron Man or whatever it might be. You've got to invest the time. You've got to have that time, that investment, you've got to have the right tools. Actually, if I was looking around the room then and a lot of people have got Apple watches on or Garmin watches on, you get the data, you get the insights, you get the barometers. Kind of the way that I think about financial education is the credit score, other indicators give you that information to make the right decisions and to manage your financial health over a longer period of time it's not going to take it's not going to be here tomorrow but you've got to invest in that and we're probably quite a biased room everyone's in financial services generally speaking in this room the average person that can sh- on the street doesn't know that people don't know how this industry works they don't know what credit is they don't know what financial services is so how can you make the tool simple and effective for that so thank you very much for that alex um alex also talks about trust Now next I want to talk about identity protection. So you might have heard Steve who's our international president in the US talk about identity protection earlier. It's a growing theme. So in the UK um, fraudsters are actively targeting a lot of us probably in this room, let's be honest. So there's more and more hacks, there's more and more attacks, there's more and more person identifiable information that's out there. So what we see is that 40% of consumers say they have been targeted for our scroll scheme, 63% of hacking cases that we see in the news, lots of things happening, are motivated by identity theft, trying to steal personal information. One of my favourite ones, up to 25 billion pieces of phone numbers, email addresses and card details are available on the dark web. The important point here is that the dark web is actually somewhere you can go on to where there's actually money back guarantees. If I buy a credit card uh, today, that if I don't commit fraud with that in 24 hours, I get my money back. There's 24 hour, 24 seven help desks to help you to defra- use that information to defraud people. That's an industry. It's like a business. They run it like we do our own businesses and that's what's happening out there in the in the world. Um, and I guarantee, and I'm gonna look around the room, if you use your password more than one time on any site, so a few smirks that I can see, it will probably be out there. So one, one piece of advice, do not use passwords more than once. Try and use, use passwords, devices on iPhones, et cetera, to manage passwords, because if one site's compromised, the next one's compromised, the next one's, that'll lead a breadcrumb trail to your information and your data. Next, I just wanna finalize and finish on um, a bit of the future. So what are we looking at in kind of the consumer division at TransUnion? Um, so financial inclusion. So 3 million, we think. There's lots right. of different studies. So. I was actually gonna put a slide up to put how many how many people to guess is credit invisible and put nothing up there, but I wasn't gonna do that. But um, we think there's about three million consumers that are credit invisible in the UK how can we help those consumers to get into the market, um, understand kind of where they stand, um, give them the tools and support kind of to do that. Uh, we've just launched information online on our website about credit invisibles. Uh, we're working with the Refugee Council um, around this as well. And we're working on a new solution, which involves actually kind of gleaning information and creating a, an identity for them in the Bureau. They'll be uh, hopefully launching soon. So lots of things working to bring this topic of credit invisibles. How do we get them into the mainstream? How do we identify them? How can we help and support them? Them going forward. Another topic is financial well-being. We've talked a lot today around credit information, but that's half the picture. Affordability. Affordability, you could have a great credit score up here, but if affordability is poor, you could get rejected by lenders. I'm sure you guys know this more than I in the room. So how can we actually bring Affordability into the front front of the uh, the proposition, so access to kind of financial wellbeing information. We're actually working on an overall financial health score um, around this to bring credit and affordability together. Um, uh, we fact of the day: so people in the UK, the average salary is around thirty-two thousand pounds, which works out on an average take-home salary before tax of two thousand one hundred pounds. It's not a lot of money there for some people in terms of to squeeze. And if they if they haven't got the tools to know where their headroom is on a monthly basis, if they're going under, over, etc., how do they know what that what they can afford that loan, that card, that mortgage in the future? So we want to bring that into the mainstream. Um, some of you guys were probably in the room for, for Greg's topic about Benevo, so working with Manivo, um to bring uh, eligibility solutions into the market as well. So people go for credit, they might get rejected. One of the propositions we've got at the moment with Benevo guys is looking at who gets declined from mainstream lenders and well, where can they go if they've still got their demand. Do you want them to go to Loan Shark on the street? Really? No. Do you want them to go to a repertoire lender that can help them build their credit in their journey in the future? Yes. So the Benevo proposition is really essential for that going forward. Um, And then identity protection. I talked about this earlier. Um, but we've got those products in market we're trying this as a mission for us we're trying to support the consumer more through um, hand-holding services but we also work in the data breach space so uh, globally data breaches happen and we've supported over well we've supported millions and millions of consumers in the world on data breaches Um, we support data breaches in the uk and we supported 30 40 this year in terms of supporting um, uk firms that have data breaches and the credit report giving access to credit report can help Relieve we'll that anxiety, relieve we'll that stress, and give indications around what's happening in their world. Um, so, a bit of a future there. Um, one more poll. So, of these three topics, if you get your phones out, right, which, this is customer research, so this is kind of my sweet spot. So, which of the three topics most interests the people in this room? Um, so, if you've got the slide over there, oh, this is going to be interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's changing, it's changing. Runners and Riders, Financial (laughs) Inclusion is winning. Wellbeing, sorry. Wellbeing is winning. This is close. If people change their votes, is that what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let you know one more minute. Okay. So most important topic seems to be financial well-being financial inclusion and then identity protection so that's interesting that's good that's good for us that's good to kind of, we what we want to do is kind of you heard mark our new CEO earlier we want to be a brand that engages with our customers gets feedback and works on products and solutions that really hit the sweet spots so that's why it's important to me is that we, I can go kind of go from this place how, what, how can we double down on financial well-being what more can we do there so um, again thank you very much for that that was great um, so just two, three key takeaways So, from the session today, just to remember. So becoming that trusted brand through credit education can be across the spectrum of consumers. It's not just limited to prime, subprime, near prime, et cetera. This is a problem that faces everybody. Even with people that are, seem to be financially mature, educating them on that next step, that next step is really, really important. Helping protect customers from those increasing levels of fraud is also another key takeaway for me. So what can we do? How can we support consumers? There's going to be more and more of this. So um, we've got multiple solutions at TransUnion from a a consumer solution, but also from a fraud solution to, to help with this and protect brands and protect consumers going forward. And then the evolving picture, there's gonna be new challenges, new obstacles, new things. So I talked about some of the future piece there, but we, we want to hear feedback on your trends, your industry, what's happening, what are you are concerned about? So how can we get that feedback? How can we develop those products that can help consumers and simplify all this complex data that we kind of love to dip into, into this is what you need to do next to get to why. So that, that's the really important message for me is how can we do make it simple, educate consumers for the future
0: another great conversation from our future summit. I hope this was helpful to you and that you've got some great insights from it. If you want to explore any of the topics further, please feel free to reach out to us. Our details are available in the bio for this episode. Thank you for listening to the TransUnion podcast.
1: This podcast was produced by TransUnion, a global insights and analytics company. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of TransUnion, and TransUnion is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in
0: this podcast.